Hey, hey, I'm Julia, the owner of Julia K Design, which is a small business specializing in wedding invitation design and calligraphy. If you're an aspiring small business owner, a fellow wedding creative, or just looking for some overall inspiration and insight, Julia's creative business guidebook will bring light to all of the challenges I've faced, the lessons I've learned, and the success I've earned. I hope you'll tune in every week for a new chapter in your guidebook. Yo, yo, yo. Hello, friends. This is officially Unit 1, Chapter 1. Unit 1 is the logistics of starting a business, and Chapter 1 is officially starting your business. So today I'm going to be talking all about the fun back-end things that you need to do to officially and legally start your business. Um, But This will be the same with every episode. I will start with a little update on my life, a little rant. You know, it could turn into like an inspirational two to three minutes, or it could turn into like a big old rant of two to three minutes. Uh, Just depends on how my life is going. So um, this week I am house and dog sitting. So I'm actually not in downtown Easton. I'm a little bit outside of Easton. Um, surrounded by farmland and trees and it's been so nice and peaceful and I truthfully don't miss downtown at all so um, that has been fun Um, being out of office has kind of just given me like the space and I guess creative mindset that I've needed to do a bunch of back-end things that I've been wanting to do so if you follow me on Instagram you have seen the past few weeks have just been like back to back to back things happening. So to give a little recap, um, I released my holiday kits or I'm sorry, my holiday card kits. I reached five or five, 50,000 followers on Instagram, which is crazy. I released um, 25 new invitation suites to the invitation shop. I released my new branding and website. And then next week, or well, yeah, next Wednesday, so October 5th, which is when obviously you'll be listening to this, um, my podcast is coming out. So it has been a crazy few weeks of just doing a lot of fun, creative, behind the scene things. Um, all that to say, obviously, I'm still working heavily with clients right now. Um, I have started the design for 2023 Save the Dates as well as 2023 Invitation Suites. So busy 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 over here but it is all good and all fun um nick and i are heading to vermont on wednesday the 5th so the same day that the podcast is being released we try to always take a fall trip up north to see the fall foliage so last year we went to maine and new hampshire and this year we are doing vermont and let me just tell you i'm pretty sure the rest of america is also going to vermont this week or next week because wow we had such a hard time finding a place to stay so pretty much we are if you like look at a map of predicted fall foliage you will see that the week that we're going is like the peak week to go um which is great because it's going to be beautiful but i did not realize how hard it was going to be to find a place to stay we literally had to pick the place like the only places that we could find that had availability we had to book um we were supposed to go Wednesday night, Thursday night, and Friday night, and we can't even find a place to stay on Friday night, so we will be coming home a day early, which is kind of a shame, Um, but you know, it is what it is. We like literally searched high and low, and it's crazy, so that is just wild, but very excited for that trip. 
Um, and yeah, things are, things are going good. Things are moving along. Um, so that's just a little update on everything. And now let's just jump right into officially starting your business. This is obviously not like the most exciting topic, but it is one of the most highly requested topics that I had when I had asked, um, on Instagram, like what things you guys want to hear from me about um and of course like i had to ask it in a way that didn't give it away that i was starting a podcast but a lot of people just said that they wanted to learn more about just how to start a business um and i will start this episode by saying it's different for every state so i'm in pennsylvania so what i will talk about is what i have to do in pennsylvania and what you'll have to do if you're in pennsylvania and i'm sure many other states are very similar to this but you should definitely go to your state's government website and do some research to make sure that you're doing exactly what you need to be doing for your state if it's not the state of Pennsylvania. To officially start your business, the very first thing you need is to obviously pick your business name. So come up with whatever your business name is going to be, and then you need to check to make sure that name is available. So you can do this online. Your state should just have a very simple website and you literally just type in the name that you're interested in and it will tell you if there is already a business registered with that name. Obviously that's very important because you can't take the name of another business that's already established. So once you have the name picked out and you've checked that it's available and it is, the next thing is to register that business legally. So essentially what registering a business means let me actually, sorry, let me backtrack back to the whole business name thing. Um, so you will choose your legal business name. Some people will also have a fictitious business name, or that's also called a DBA, which means doing business as. This is less common, especially in small businesses, but to just give an example, say I'm a, like a catering company and my catering company's name is Julia's Catering Company but I do business as Julia K Catering. It's just literally a separate name for your business that falls underneath your main business name, if that makes sense. So I'm not gonna spend a lot of time on this just because it's very it's less common in small businesses, but I made the mistake when I was registering, I thought that I needed to register a fictitious name, and obviously I didn't need to because it was the same as my business name and I only go by my business name. Just don't make the same mistake I did. Um, And just, you know, obviously that's something to keep in mind if for some reason you do need to have a DBA, that is a fictitious name and that is also something you would have to register when you're registering your legal business name. Anyways, back to registering your business. Um, Again, you will go to your state's website. In Pennsylvania's case, it is business.pa.gov. Um, This website literally has everything you need to start your business. It is super user-friendly. I'm pretty sure they've done a ton of work to it since I registered because it did not look this user-friendly when I did it, but that's good because now it is user-friendly. So the first thing you'll want to do is choose a business structure. Um, So what I mean by business structure is, and I'm just gonna talk about the two main ones, especially for small businesses. I'm not gonna talk about other ones because I don't know anything about them and I'm not gonna give false information. So for the two most common for small businesses is a LLC or sole proprietorship. So those are two types of business structures. 
I personally am an LLC. I started as an LLC and have always been an LLC. I do know of some people who start as sole proprietorships and then later down the road transfer to an LLC. That's a possibility. I do know some people who have started as sole proprietorships and are still to this day sole proprietorships. The difference between the two, an LLC, which stands for limited liability company, essentially protects you as a human separately from your business. For an example, if I were to get sued by a client, and this is me being registered as an LLC, if I were to get sued by a client, that client can sue me only for what my business has. They cannot sue me for any of my personal assets. If you are a sole proprietorship, your client can sue you for anything you have personally or business related, um, which is slightly terrifying. So that just, to me, never seemed enticing. So I went with an LLC from the beginning. And that is honestly what I would recommend doing is just starting with an LLC. Both LLC and sole proprietorship, when it comes to taxes, you're still filing personal taxes. You don't file business taxes with those two types of business structures. I'm sure there's other differences between the two, but I personally don't know them, so I'm not gonna say that I do and give you false information. Um, I just know that the whole protection thing is like the biggest difference and what I believe to be the most important difference. So definitely look into what you would like your business structure to be. Um, You need to choose that before you register. So when you register, it's pretty much just paperwork. Um, And by paperwork, I mean, you can probably do it all online nowadays, but you just fill out some forms online and it's, you know, just basic information like your name, your address, your business name, what type of business it is, um, the business structure. And it's very simple. It's very quick and easy. You just have to sit down and do the paperwork. So then after you register for your business, then you have to apply for an EIN, which stands for Employment Identification Number. You need to apply for an EIN, and again, that is just as easy as filling out a form online. I know when I registered my business, which was in 2018, they sent my EIN to me on a physical piece of paper in the mail, which is kind of inconvenient because, you know, mail these days is just unreliable, but (laughs) I would... Just be aware of that, that if that is still the case, which I'm sure it is, just make sure that you have a reliable mailing address that you can have that sent to. Um, And then don't lose it. Write it down. As soon as you get that piece of paper, write that EIN number down somewhere where it's going to be safe and somewhere you'll always have access to. So like in your phone notes or in your email or in your wherever you keep important things, put that EIN in there because literally you use that EIN so, so often. Just to give examples, you know, it's used like when you have to pay taxes or when you, I actually don't even know where else. I mean, there's definitely other places I've had to input my EIN, but that is the biggest one is for taxes. Um, Oh, like if you're applying for like a tax exemption form, you need an EIN. And it's just, it's pretty much your business's like identification. (laughs) That's literally what it is. Um, So it's kind of like, a human's like driver's license number or passport number. Um, So definitely a very important piece of information. So hang on to that EIN for dear life. Don't lose that. Um, Obviously, if you do lose it, because I'm pretty sure I have before, you just have to like apply for 
like you have to go online and apply for them to resend it to you essentially. And it's not really that big of a deal. It's just, you know, that hassle that you don't want. Um, After you apply for your EIN, the next thing that you will need to do is register for state taxes. This is something that will differentiate business to business depending on the type of business that you are starting. Um, I'm just going to talk about like you know, an invitation business because that's what I am. And that's just obviously what I know. So, um, for example, I had to register for sales tax in Pennsylvania. So that is what I'm referring to when I say state tax, it's essentially the sales tax. Um, if you are, and again, this is just, you literally just have to apply for it online. Um, and like I had mentioned, the business.pa.gov website literally lines all of this out for you. And they can also um, create a business checklist for you. They ask like a couple questions about you and your business, and then they generate a checklist on what you need to do to officially register your business. So I highly suggest checking that out. I'm sure all the states have some sort of system like that. So definitely check that out because that is literally what you need to do. Like it will tell you exactly what to do and how to do it and where to do it and it'll be easy. You also need to, now this is only if you are going to have employees at the start of your business, um, which is very rare, especially for small businesses. Um, You probably won't be starting a business with an employee, but if you are, lucky you, um, you, you will need to register your employer accounts. Um, And essentially that is just like their tax accounts. So you will have to do like employee withholding for taxes and it gets a little complicated and I don't have any employees, so I'm not going to speak too much about it. But if you are planning on having employees when you start, then you need to make sure that you open their accounts. Fun fact, um, when I was registering my business back in 2018, apparently I selected that I was going to have employees. So I was supposed to be So every quarter you pay estimated taxes. Um, And I will touch upon these in chapter three. I'm not going to go into taxes this chapter. But so every quarter you pay these estimated taxes. And since I had selected when I registered my business that I was going to be having employees, the state thought that I had employees. So I was supposed to be filing employee withholder tax every quarter, which I obviously wasn't because I didn't have employees. I didn't even know that I selected this when I was registering my business. Um, And then just last year, I think it was last year, um, like the end of last year, I got a letter in the mail saying like, you know, pretty much I fucked up. And I was like, oh my God. Um, And when I got that letter, that's when I was like, I need a freaking accountant so badly. So I literally hired an accountant. She still is my accountant, but I hired her because I got this letter from the IRS. And I was like, I have no idea what this means and she was like oh my god it's an easy fix it was just a mistake that you made when you registered your business like I'll go on and deal with it and oh my god she saved my freaking butt because like I said I got that letter and I was like there's no no way I know what this is I have literally zero clue not like so save yourself um that whole mess because I registered my business three uh four years ago at this point and the IRS didn't reach out to me until last year. So three years I was supposed to be paying employee withholder tax and I wasn't. And they, it took them three years to reach out to me. I was like, holy shit. Like, oh, anyways, but just like, you know, so just be a little cautious when you're filling out the paperwork, make sure you're really reading things and understanding what they are. 
And if you come across a question on a form that you don't know, um, look it up before you just guess, because I'm pretty sure that's what I did when I registered my business is I didn't know something and I would just guess on the forms because I don't know, that's just how my brain works, I guess. Um, but yeah, so I know that seems like it was really short. It was only like 16 minutes, um, but that's essentially all you need to do to officially register your business. It's really not scary. It's not a long, like daunting task. It's just filling out a few forms and getting it done. Um, I registered like on my bedroom floor, so it was literally no big deal. And if I can do it, Trust me, any of you can do it and just do it without the mistakes that I made. Another resource that I highly recommend that will be very helpful is the Small Business Association. Their website is sba.gov and they literally have a tremendous amount of resources for small businesses. So it's sba.gov. They also have a lot of information about registering your business and what you will need. And that's just a really good resource to have on hand in general, because I know, especially during COVID, they came out with a ton of really helpful resources for small businesses. And, you know, because everything was so unknown at the time. So it's just a nice resource to keep in the back of your mind. When you come across something you are not sure of, they probably have a solution on their website. So yeah, just check out what you need to do by or in your state. If you guys have any questions, as I mentioned in the introduction episode, leave your questions in the link that's in the episode description. And then at the end of each unit, I will do a unit review and that's where I will answer the questions. So to give you guys kind of a look forward, this was chapter one. Chapter two will be all about business branding and chapter three will be about keeping track of your finances. So accounting and bookkeeping. And that's where I will talk about like the taxes and everything and just those really terrible topics that everybody hates. (laughs) And then after chapter three will be the end of the unit review. So there's three chapters in this unit we just did chapter one which was officially starting your business next week's business branding following week is keeping track of your finances so i'm very excited about business branding because as i mentioned earlier i just went through a rebrand and it's just branding is something i'm very passionate about i think it's very important to a business so i'm excited to talk about that i'm sure it will be a heck of a lot longer than this episode was but there's really not much to registering your business, which is why this episode was shorter. So I hope that this answered questions if you guys had any and kind of, you know, eliminated any stress that anybody had over registering a business officially, because like I said, it's not a big deal. Don't stress about it. Just do it. Yeah. Let me know if you guys have any questions. Otherwise I will be back next week. Thanks guys. Love ya. Cheers to finishing up another chapter in Julia's Creative Business Guidebook. I hope you learned something new and will tune in next week for our new chapter. Until then, take care of yourself, do things that inspire you, and never stop creating. If you have any questions about anything I talked about during this episode, please refer to the link in the episode description to ask your question. All questions will be answered at the end of each unit.